Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. Jonathan Grissom with More Bands Media is here with me. We also have a guest last... I mean, when I say last minute, <laughs> I mean it. And uh, uh, Megan Marlene, thank you for being in today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for asking me. So... Um, I guess we'll just get get kind of right into the story. Um, we came across you through a uh, was she a promoter or a booker? Uh, she's a booker. booker. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Electra. Okay, yeah. So uh, she actually gave us a whole list of female artists we want to have on, and we usually book a month out. So we were kind of lining up December for some of these gals, and we're like, this came open. So hey, let's let's have yeah. one on. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I hadn't heard your name. I hadn't heard your stuff, and we were listening to it as we were kind of setting up. And uh, um, I'm a I'm a fan of the acoustic uh, styles. And there's a guy from Tulsa. I'm a huge fan of John Moreland. Oh my, um, he, he's a yeah. he's a heavyweight, and I don't mean that in pun intended. Right. Uh, but his uh, lyrics oh are my incredible. God. Yeah, I, the way he writes. I, I say he he'll break your heart in three chords or less, and yeah. and he will. And so when I when I, when I heard your stuff, I'm like, well, that's very cool. And it seems like it it can be a distinctly Oklahoma thing too. So tell us a little bit about yourself and where you came from. I actually grew up in a small farm in eastern Kansas. Um, grew up around music. My dad played guitar, and I started piano lessons when I was five. <laughs> um, so was that been, was that your your baseline for music? I mean, that's probably the yeah. best one to have. It covers everything. <laughs> and my piano teacher was very adamant about theory too. I hated it. Oh my god, I hated it. Um, but I learned a lot, and I th- I think I really developed a good foundation through through that. Um, and yeah, I moved to Oklahoma about 11 years ago, and I've been in oil and gas, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I don't, one of my friends is really into local music, actually, and I'm not going to lie, we don't have a lot in Kansas. And so when she was like, hey, we're going out to this bar to hear my buddy play, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> but you walk into the deli, and it's like Kirsten White. You know, John Calvin is there. Sometimes it could be Carter Sampson. Like, you walk in and you just have your mind blown. We always would go to the Ain't shows on Monday. I don't know if you guys have ever caught them, but um, incredible. Derek Paul's an incredible songwriter. So I was just blown away. I couldn't believe that, like, there was so much amazing music that was so accessible. And I don't know. I sat down. I started working with some folks. I wrote some better songs that I'd written before. And I just kind of started, I don't know, one brick at a time, I guess. So, you know... Uh, it just sort of fell into it then, huh? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I've been doing this for like a year and a half. I mean, like I said, I've been playing music since I was little, but I've just really been trying to do this thing for... So that's probably why you haven't heard of me. I haven't been around that long. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, by all means, it's... it's uh... So was is the idea of maybe write maybe writing a song with just having to focus on the chord structure or whatever different than lyrics itself, or does a melody go off in your head and you think I got words for that? That's easy. Like how does it how does it click for you? Gosh, I don't know. It really depends. Uh, I tell people there's songs that I've written that I wanted to write and songs I felt I had to. So um, the song that's released out now called Avocado Tree is a very happy folksy song, but a lot of the stuff I write is sad. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's just how I process, you know. I think that's where a lot of people reach for music in, in a lot of those times. Yeah. 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 We had a two deaths in my family this last year, and it, significant ones, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you, you all – I'm a musician, so I always turn right. to music. <laughs> but my playlist on YouTube is starting to get kind of sad, like mm-hmm. all over the place. So even YouTube's like – recommending happier <laughs> yeah like are you okay uh, like they're checking in on you <laughs> i had a 
a buddy send me a song the other day, and the lyrics were real heavy. And me and him both write a lot of sad songs. And I was like, hey, just like you okay like and he's like yeah no i'm fine everything's good i'm like okay i mean i i understand like that's how i that's how you, that's how you purge it you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah no what well, there was a song that i actually wrote it'll come out on the ep that's coming out next um but it's it's about um someone close to me who died and it was just very much like it's like i lifted this and carried it for like 15 years and then i wrote this song and it was like oh my god i can breathe now it's okay like, well and it's yeah. different because when you keep something to yourself for so long and then you know as a performing musician you're willing to like tell your story on the stage in front of strangers it has a whole different thing you know it's different well and it's it's funny too is they don't know your story not at all they just attach their own to the words that yep. you apply it that's the coolest thing man mm-hmm yeah, there's there's something I don't know that's very deep something about that but uh, it's been a really intimidating thing I've had stage fright for my whole life like piano recitals oh my god I was a mess <laughs> like I could not I remember multiple ones where I totally just crashed forgot half the song Ooh. like I mean tears afterwards the whole mess right so I think that's been a big reason why I've never really done this I never thought that I could so I never thought I could sit in front of a bunch of people and play someone else's songs let alone stuff I wrote. So it's been a really, I don't know, crazy process. Sometimes I still, I show up to a gig and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be a thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I did the, I tried to do the band thing when I was real young and, and then marriage and kids and mortgages, obviously. Sure, yeah. And I stepped Life. away from it for years and then this all happened and uh, it, it's, it's, it, it kind of lets me. It reminds me that it's like I still need to be around those creative people. Like, yeah, you get wrapped up in the work, work mindset, mm-hmm. and it's like it just, it can just drag you down, man. It can it, eat your soul. Oh. <laughs> I tell my producer that all the time. I'm like, and you know, there's lots of things that I like about my day job, but if that was the only thing I was doing, it would very true. Yeah, it just. I'm, I make drugs for a living. I, I do pharmaceutical manufacturing, <laughs> but it's it's it's. It's on my list of priority of things to do because it. I, I have to keep the lights on. Like I, sure. I love my house. I would like to keep it. Yes. And I agree with that. But yeah, if it was all I did or all I focused on, I, I, oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so there's actually I have a funny story about that. Um, I don't know. I guess what all I'm allowed to talk about here, but you so talk about anything you want. Cool. Yeah. So I played that the song Avocado Tree. That's that's released right, and it's it's about literally growing an avocado tree it's very literal i have two my son is growing two right seriously? now seriously yeah. okay we're gonna have to check those out after absolutely this. um we can't get our grow. thankfully we're better at growing other things but i played in this place and this girl came up to me she's in the marijuana industry and she's like oh avocado tree. Mm-hmm. i knew what you meant and i'm like girl you just take that however you want i was like yep that's exactly what that's the meant. beauty of songwriting you can interpret it however you want and i try to not correct people you know if they get a certain attachment to something I just kind of unless it's just terrible but I'm just like yep if that's what that means to you then it's not yours anymore you know what I mean when you release it into the world and other people hear it and interpret it and filter it through their experiences it becomes something different yeah well that's one thing that always got on my nerves is you'd have these smart asses in their blogs well you know what it means is and it's like dude you, oh do you know oh my gosh <laughs> were you in my brain the hell you want it to man <laughs> right <laughs> well I, I saw you brought a guitar so i have to ask uh are you uh 
looking to or willing to play a song or two? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hear Avocado Tree. I'd like to hear it. If oh, it's, okay. If it's your well, happy song. Well, I was going to say. We can end on a downer. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we can use the um, foot, or, you know, whatever that we've already released the on Avocado version. Tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can yeah. insert that or uh, it's whatever. That, so that's kind of cool because that was a really cool collaboration. It ended up being this giant song and I meant for it just to be like, you know, a little acoustic thing and we have upright bass we have tambourine we have clapping we have a melodica solo in there i mean like there's a lot of wacky stuff in there um but yes i will play a couple of songs cool. too we yeah, do have yeah. an ep coming out um probably five or six songs or so i hope around february so we've been in the studio a lot does it have a, a working title in the spring i think is what we're gonna call it okay. and i go through ally harder for all of my artwork she did the artwork on avocado tree she's incredible um and so she'll do the artwork for that one too I'll have to get her. She doesn't know that. Uh, Instagram and stuff. I'll yes, her. she's yeah. amazing. She's uh, a musician too. Okay. So, and she yeah. does leather work, all around creative. I'd love being around these people. They're like, oh, I play music, but I also, you know. That's been the funnest thing stuff. about doing this show is is like because I'm dad now, so I'm kind of detached, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that it's like you still bring in these creative people and talk to them. It's it's ah, oh, it just it's like therapy. It is. <laughs> like a breath of fresh air, yeah. right? It's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's what I've found too. Like kind of the deeper I get into the music scene, it's like the more I'm like, oh my God, I finally found my people. Like all yeah. the weirdos, y'all were hanging out here the whole time, you know? Like <laughs> well, and that's, in the best way possible, you know? That's one th- That's one how, That's one time I knew that I, they were my people was I was comfortable taking acid at a rock and roll concert. See, that's great. That's most people would not, that's not the move <laughs> yeah, to make. Right, I know, that's true. <laughs> that is true true oh. all right huh oh oh well, wait uh, did i hear what was that a loop i heard or no he's no, no, right. no i was like he has a queued up i think oh well, yeah oh, up. my bad yeah let's do it let's, yeah, let's hear it i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry no you're good all right so avocado tree yeah
avocado tree. That was cool, man. Thanks. So, all right, we talked while this, while the song was was going on, and and so uh, the inspirations. It's funny people <laughs> tell you what it was. It's mm-hmm. most right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's uh, acoustic. It sound mostly all acoustic instruments. Is that kind of your your mo um, right now with everything? I'm. Yeah, you know, I like I said it before. I played piano for years, but I never. It, I don't know. It never, something never really locked up, I guess, with me with with songwriting, and I kind of picked up the guitar because, well, frankly, you can't really take a piano to a campfire, yeah. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so guitars are easier to move around. And it's just, I don't know, it's something very different. The guitar is a lot more personal. It's you know, you're kind of all the way around the instrument, and it was I could only do simple stuff at first because a brand new instrument, mm-hmm. and so I think it allowed me to just focus on lyrics and write more. So I found once I switched once I switched over to guitar mostly, I started writing more songs. And so I really like the very stripped down. This like I said, this song got big, um, but I do like the stripped down kind of acoustic style. So uh, as far as bringing that to a stage, um, do you have a uh, band you're working with or a group you work with or you just hire as needed and and do the gig um i'm actually dating a fiddle player well there you go <laughs> so built, free built in, labor yeah no <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> that works out that way sometimes but he so he's had a big part too his name is lane hawkins he plays with a bunch he plays with the damn quails i don't know if you're familiar with him and he plays with um katie butts now too and so um, he's actually on the road at a damn quail show today, but, uh, <clears throat> what was his name? I'll give him a shout out. Lane Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. Hawk like the bird. Yep. Hawkins. They okay. called him Hawkeye kid for a while sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll give him a shout out on the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll appreciate that. He's, so he's playing mandolin in avocado tree. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. I saw yeah. the video. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, when I first started trying to do this and he's worked with songwriters for years and so he gave me a lot of tips and, you know, sing more like this, stage presence like this. So um, he works with, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Dylan Stewart or Ben Brock or there are a lot of, um, again, just like a guy with a guitar kind of thing. And so, I don't know, like I said, that's kind of the music I fell in love with. So um, that's, that's the, that's, man, it's hard to beat, but. Again, if if it's sometimes if it's all you listen to, those just heartbreaking songs. Sometimes it's like, all right, we got to brighten this up a little bit. Oh yeah, no, I have a whole playlist on my Spotify. It's I think I call it like elevate your mood, but it's just like dance songs and like silly. I mean, some of it's like, oh, that's cool. I never heard of that. And some of it's like, please don't judge me. You know, like yeah. So it's it's just fun. Okay, I hey, play it and I roll the windows down in my car. I'm a rock and roll guy, so I was. I, we had a, a friend of ours, a promoter, uh, Reggie Wheat. Shout out to him. Uh, and and he's a uh, mostly punk rock. That's his thing. And Ooh. and uh, I just even mentioned is like I'm guilty as charged on one of the butt rock bands. And he looked at me. <laughs> what? And he goes, which one? And I said. I'll shine down. He goes, that's the worst one. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm guilty as charged, though. I love, I see those guys every time they come through, awesome. and I just can't get enough of them. We but. all have those guilty pleasures, you know, yeah. like something we attach to in whatever way. And anyway. Well, um, you said you're new to the whole uh, <laughs> online way of distributing music or the social media way of doing things. So, how. Uh, being a MySpace generation, kids ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, how 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 was uh, that learning or <laughs> abruptly relearning how to how to do this thing? Well, frustrating. 
yeah, I, I'm in the same boat with the podcast. I, I, I really am, and it's 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 frustrating because I know I can learn it, mm-hmm. but it's like so much at one time. I just yeah. check out. Yeah, yeah, it feels like drinking from that fire hose. So yes, yes, it's yes. it's been a lot. You know, I chose um, DistroKid to go through for distributing my first uh, single, and so that was all of it's just a learning experience. There's so many so many things and there's you know when you go through distro kid they just release your music everywhere there's so many apps like uh-huh. i don't use deezer i don't use iHeartRadio, but like some people do you know I've, I've had people come to my shows and they're like when are you putting on iHeartRadio?" and i'm like what who are yeah you? no i just i just now I, I i just now like added our podcast to iHeartRadio like two days ago and i, I didn't even know i thought because uh, the way that podcasting works is you put it in a res feed, mm-hmm. and it and and it actually works at DistroKid like all those apps. They work sure. the same way where it yeah. just it hits a res feed and it just hits the internet. But the um the what do you call it? Uh, yeah, whenever it said submit, I had to submit it, and then it was like, oh, we have to like approve you through email if you're going to get oh, approved yeah. and all that <laughs> shit. And I'm like, so I'm waiting on that. But then I was like, well, I thought this already happened because I just go on a post and i upload the file but no some of these some of these services want you to go to their service so then they can offer you their products and yes i've had to claim a lot of artist profiles and so like i have an amazon that i use personally for like shopping and bringing stuff to my house because i don't want to go shopping <laughs> um but also you, you know, elitist you i know i know i'm a mess <laughs> i'm a mess <laughs> I'd rather be at home practicing. Hey, I, I love it. Um, I love it in my home. I, I but then it. you have to sign up for another account for the music thing, and it's all this other. So it's very confusing, and just it's I don't know. Like you said, sometimes it's a lot to sort through, and I do check out. Like I realize I can I can do so much, and then I have to back off. And I do feel like you know this past year is just. I mean, I was in. I recorded a bunch of stuff in the studio. I released an album. I've had a logo. Like I've I've just had my first batch of t-shirts that I picked up last night. Like, I mean, it's just, I went from nothing and I just built all of this stuff from like thin air. So I think, I think maybe I'm a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like maybe I just, like I was talking to one of my friends the other night and she's like, you've done more than I've seen anybody do in a year. So she's like, just maybe take a beat, like just rest for a minute. And so I am kind of going through that phase, I think just sort of, I'm hoping maybe I'll write some more, like, because that writing part is, is kind of my favorite. Um, but I do need to get back in the studio and finish up this EP so it can come out early next year. I check out, I don't, so sometimes I don't listen to hardly any music. It's like, Same. it can, it starts to just become like TV static in your head, you know? And, and Or I'm listening to songs that I'm working all the time. Even when I'm listening to a Spotify playlist, I'm like, oh, why'd they make that choice in the studio? Yeah. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. So, Overanalyzing yeah. everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, back to the song Avocado Tree. Like, literally, my my checkout space is my garden. I literally have a garden in my backyard. And I grow tomatoes and peppers and oregano. That just... That, so. just, that was the inspiration, huh? Yeah. Hey. Really uh, that's cool. I can't... I, I struggle with uh, finding words to songs. And, like, the melodies I can come up with in my head through a guitar. Mm-hmm. I can channel that. But I cannot, for the life of me, put words to it. Words are so tricky and they're so hard. And then sometimes I feel like, you know, you sit down to write a song and you're like, everybody's already talked about this, you know? So like, I'm like, oh, you know, I want to write a song about whatever. And then it pops up on your Spotify feed, you know, and you're like, oh, cool. They already said it. 
Like, what can I offer? You know, I go through this with my producer all the time. I'm like, I'm just singing these dumb songs. And he's like, no, but the perspective is new. He's so good. He's so encouraging. Kyle Reed, by the way, is my producer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely give him a shout out, too. He's another local um, singer-songwriter, too, and his stuff's amazing. He actually just got back from touring with Samantha Crane. Um, Kyle Reed, like R-E-E-D or R-E-I-D? I-D. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's produced all my stuff, and he plays a lot of the percussion stuff. He plays organ on one of my songs. Um, gosh, what else does he do? All of it. He does so much. He's helped me with, like, even, like, with arrangements of songs. He's just a – he's really just a genius. And so he's – his, like, creative mind is all the way through my songs at this point. So That's cool, man. So uh, the EP is looking to come out when in December? I'm hoping February time February. Frame. Okay, yeah. okay. <coughs> but – Again, it seems like you'll you you know you go into the studio and you're like, oh, we only have a little tiny bit, and then two months later, oh my god, yes. <laughs> well, I talked to uh, this one guy recently uh, named Ross. Uh, that's a friend of a friend, and uh, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, you do a podcast. That's cool. Uh, I'm, I have a band, and I'll, and he's like, we're all songwriters. Mm-hmm. Like, how many songs you got? He's like, oh, we we got like 150 songs written, and I'm like. You, you know you only need like 10 good ones for an album right <laughs> yeah. like like you don't need 100 songs <laughs> there's a lot yeah that's an intense well uh to be honest with you some of the bands that have those 50 million selling albums probably write 300 oh, oh, and I'm pick sure, yeah. 10 of the absolute best and that's how they're able to do that because yeah. man you don't see those album sales like that no more I just don't write like that, I guess. Like, I was talking to, uh, I think he was my brother-in-law, actually, about just writing songs and stuff. And he's like, you know, when I go into the studio, I just throw about half of my stuff away right off the bat. I know. And I'm like, I don't, it's, that's not, like, I also read these things, like, some songwriters go through these things where they write a song a day. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't I know if I could do, do that. that. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> So I think every songwriter does this. I always have like a stack of things. Like I've got notes in my phone, like lyrics and words that like make sense together or an idea for a concept of a song. And I've got little clips of melodies and stuff on my phone. So sometimes I just have the brain space to sit down and finish a concept. So sometimes that's how a song comes about for me. Um, Sometimes it just shows up out of nowhere. Um, I have another uh, friend who writes really cool music actually. And he he, um, relates it to catching a fish. Mm. So accurate, accurate. I know. It's so funny. So he's he's got all these like <clears throat> analogies that go into it, and he's like, you know, don't throw don't throw a fish back, you know, like because then someone else will catch it, kind of thing. Um, he also says, you know, don't bring a perch to a weigh-in. <laughs> so he just like, builds off of it, but like it all makes sense anyway. Well, and as, uh, from the guitar player side of it in me that's exactly it it's like you can play this you can only have 12 chords to really pick from i mean so it's like you'll catch one little thing different about the way you played those versus you know i don't think i've heard it quite like that before maybe that's something so same with lyrics i suppose you just got to kind of hang on to little statements and bits and pieces and then yep it's like a puzzle that comes together. And- yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like songwriting really is a puzzle. You know, I feel like when I write a song, I kind of build the framework and the concept first. I'm like, okay, what are we even talking about here? Yeah. You know, and then what what concepts do I want to bring in, kind of like furniture? And then you sort of just arrange it, pick a rhyming scheme and make stuff fit or 
Well, do you go with like a heavy on metaphor? I mean, obviously, clearly avocado tree. You're you're literally talking about working in a garden. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, not they're, they're, not, they're... not growing marijuana. <laughs> I friends. mean, or that if you like. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, that's in your garden. That's maybe, in your garden. Yeah. Maybe the fan can take it as a metaphor when you're really talking about it. Yeah, you know, a garden. You know, so it's it's that's part of the fun of it too, I guess. But there's there's other lines in the song too. You know, there's a line that says. Um, you know, I, I talk about getting married, like I've never been married before, but it's not a thing. It's very traditional in my family, but it's not something that I've chosen that is the most critical for my relationships. So there's a line that says, you know, uh, nothing grows inside diamonds and gold. And so it's just talking. Got a little both in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, but it's snuck in the verse a little bit, you know, so it's, but it's just talking about like, that is not necessarily the foundation of a good relationship. And I've seen, you know, a lot of friends and family get married and things. Falls apart. Yeah, exactly. And then they become friends afterwards. That happens too. What? See? <laughs> I so... actually knew a couple last night. That's exactly that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have a kid together and everything, but they 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 got a divorce and Well, kids throws a best friends, whole though. wrench in any dynamic. Holy cow. Yeah. Man. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. It's... It's a trip. I just say that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't know. Like I said, it's. I, I guess I have a, a mix of both. I. I obviously I told you earlier. I've always had stage fright, so I've never been like the little girl with the hairbrush singing in the mirror, like wanting to be a performer on a big stage. But I think I started leaning into this because I thought maybe I can write songs that matter. You know, so that's where my passion really is. Is just. So as as far as like um, you said, you've been really pursuing it with within the last year or so mm-hmm. how that's during covid like how has so <laughs> yeah. you you never had an experience uh in this you being a singer songwriter pre-covid so what's your you have no preconceived notions of what a coffee house gig or a or a theater gig is supposed to be like pre mm-hmm. that's wild i wonder uh i, I mean You've been obviously probably attendee and seen a show, but um, what have you experienced since since uh, every house seems to have their own little different kind of rules, place to place? So, what have you kind of seen out there as far as what you've experienced? Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess a lot of the places I play are places that I've been before, places I'm comfortable. So I don't know that I've experienced anything like negative as far as you know COVID rules or whatever. But I will say, you know, um, <clears throat> with with COVID and everything, I think attendance was lower for a long for time, sure. right? Sure. So so it actually was good for me. Again, the whole stage, stage fright, fright. Thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So I had a gig. I covered a gig at the deli, which is. Like, my God, I never imagined playing there. So I think the first time I walked on that stage, I just had to go outside for a minute afterwards because I couldn't even imagine I was standing on that stage, right? Um, So it was nice because, like, five people were in the bar. (laughs) So it was very good, like, easing me into it kind of space. Um, And I did did a couple of live streams, like, I don't know, it's been like a year and a half now. I kind of hate it because it's a very strange space. Um, even though I'm terrified of audience members, that little bit of interaction still is nice, you know? <laughs> so just singing into the computer feels very strange. Uh, oh, same. <laughs> yeah. And we've, we've been, we've had shows where we're actually talking to somebody on the other end and it's still, man, that disconnect is palpable, so to speak. Well, and it's so, I think it's one thing if you're having a work meeting and you're talking about, you know, budget yeah. and yeah. daily tasks and things like that, but like... Music is just something that makes us so distinctly human, and it's all based in, like, these emotion centers in our brain. And when you pull 
the people out of that, it just kind of loses its value, I think. So I don't play the same or sing the same when I'm singing to a computer. Um, oh, I, I, I would argue I never play a solo exactly the same when I'm playing it live, ever. Yeah, right. Ever. Right. You know, it's like... And that's why we go to see live music, yes, you know? Yes, that's the because little bit extra. a joke that's different, or they forgot the lyrics and said something funny, or, you know, the lead parts are always different, and that's the, like... For me, that's the that's the thrill. Draw. Well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll never. Uh, I went to the Loud and Alive tour, and uh, and there was a uh, Bones UK, is an artist yeah. out of UK, mm-hmm. and her strap broke, and she was holding the guitar, oh and like gosh. with all of her strength, and sitting there trying to play, and this uh, stagehand, he ran up like a champ, and he was just like had tape in his hand, he's ripping it, <laughs> he's taping her up, and then out of like another her other part of her strap broke, and he's like. And he like grabs it and does it, but I'll never forget that artist because of seeing that. Because I'm like, man, that stagehand worked his ass off just now, and nobody around <laughs> here really appreciates what he just did. But I appreciated everything I just saw. And as a I fan, world. So as a fan, you're like, fuck the song. You just got yeah. to see this like this whole theatrical yep. thing. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. And, and she goes, and she goes, well, if I can, uh, she goes, I'll play you guys some more songs if I can get my strap to work right and this to work right. And started laughing about it, and it's like her That's- attitude. Right that's there, what it's about. Like, yeah, that's 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 why we're here, you know, because we want to see you enjoy your have a good time, whether or not things are going well. You know, you're having a good time. So when you see people kind of snap out of that like performance mode for just a little bit, and you see like, like oh, their the, person, they are like you us. know, they really, right? They really, yeah, really are. that's right. They that's just have right. a lot more money most of the well, time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, so far uh-huh. this is kind of an expensive hobby for me, but... Um, oh, well, yeah, we're we feeling the heat on that one. <laughs> but, again, it's also cheaper than therapy at the end of the day, and that's honestly, that's really... To me, that's what I do it for. It lets me stay connected to the, mm-hmm. the creative people that I... Yes. I loved being around when I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. And uh, So I've also... Th- I've been thinking about this a lot, too, in the past year. You know, like I said, I've been in oil and gas for about 10 years. And there's only one CEO of that company that I work for. There's just one. And there's only one manager of whatever department or whatever. And so it can be pretty cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So I think I expected that when I got into music, you know? Because you think about, oh, there's only one Jason Isbell or whatever, right? And there is... But when I started getting into this community and started being like, well, you know, I'm just trying. I don't really know. Everybody has been so supportive. It's been crazy. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, we're so glad you're here. Like, look up this person. They'll help you with T-shirts. Look up this person. They'll help you with logos. Like, so it's just been this, like, I feel like every time I try to take two steps back, it's like the whole community just circles in behind me. And they're like, it's okay. Take a take a breath if you need it. But, like, you're not going backwards. Like, we're just boosting you forwards. Good people. It's amazing. I yeah. probably never would have even tried, actually. The the poker hierarchy is structured almost exactly like the music hierarchy. I played poker for years, too. Okay, cool. It's, there's a 1%. It's, it's about 1% that are making the millions and millions and millions. <clears throat> and then you have a pretty large chunk that are make probably a healthy side hustle, so to speak. Right income of sorts and then you have the the bottom that it's just something fun you know (laughs) and you can jump from any level at any point depending Mm -hmm. on the game you played or the gig you played so to speak it's the it's structured so much like it i think that's why i was interested in getting in the podcast game because it's structured the same way too and it's like 
you might have to wade through some shit, but you're one one show away from jumping anywhere in those and back down again. Yep. It, you know. <laughs> yeah, everything's so fluid. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's fun, but it's super stressful sometimes. Thank you so much for coming in today again, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad it happened to work out. Like I didn't have anything going on last night and What's up? Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, I know. I thought, I thought you were going to say No, no, no. I was going to say, like, uh, uh, do we want to mic her up? And Another song? Yeah, well, let's play a song. Uh, yeah, we have to uh, get to work, too. We work evenings. Yeah. So. I got it. But uh, it's good. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thank um, you so much for having me. Uh, but, yeah, we'll pause it, and then we'll see what we can arrange here and get you mic'd up and come back with yeah. a couple tunes. Sounds good. Awesome. Sounds good. Yes. One recording. Rolling through the desert, saw the windows down. Riding shotgun with you, I'm the luckiest girl around. I'm dancing in a seat, singing all my favorite songs. I'm acting like a fool, but you just smile, sing along. Baby, we're far from being perfect. We both got a past trying to leave.
That was really good. Oh, thanks. Hey, that was really good. There you go. That Martin. Say it again. That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. That Martin sounds sounds really good. I really do like this guitar. I found it at a used shop, actually. Wow. Right up the street from my house. So. Awesome. It's well, all, it's all mahogany, and so it's got kind of a warmer sound. Um, it's not a big dreadnought because I'm not a big person, and I feel like those guitars swallow me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it kind of really fits me. I well, like that's well. I mean, it's hard to go wrong, with Martin, when you're going acoustic stuff. Yeah. They're beautiful yeah. guitars. I mean, top of the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To them and Taylor, if if you buy one of them and you can't make it sound good, then that's a you problem. You know? Agreed. <laughs> I actually let a buddy of mine borrow this guitar uh, at the Mile Zero Festival down in Key West last year, and the sound guy came over, and he was like, that guitar sounds amazing. <laughs> He's like, I hear lots of guitars. And I was like, well, I guess it's up to me to just make it sound good. <laughs> I'll do my very best. Well, uh, would you like to play one more before we uh, take this thing to the house? Yep, sounds good. All right, let's do one more. What was the name of the last one? The last one was called Blue Skies. Blue Skies. All right, what are we going to do now? Called Ghosts. Ghosts. uh, Let's hear it. Days 
Sad that uh, you about got me on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was very good. Thanks. That was very good. <laughs> like I said, I wrote it, and then like it keep get, it kept getting sadder. <laughs> <laughs> I um, kept listening, and it kept getting sadder. I'm like, ah, she might have just fucking got me on this one. I might have to step out. <laughs> um, wow, Megan Marlene, thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Um, Thank you, guys. Man, uh, the EP is going to be called In the Spring. It's going to hopefully drop in February. Um, I've seen you got a couple of gigs coming up this next month, uh, December 17th at Muskogee Brewing Company. I'm assuming Muskogee, Oklahoma. Yep. All right. Uh, December 18th at the Cactus Club in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Um, I guess they just hit up the box office or the location for tickets, or can they go to your Instagram or I anything? I think both of them are free shows, but oh, yeah, okay. I've got everything posted on my website um, and then my Facebook, too. So Okay, awesome. Yeah, uh, shout out. Instagram, and yeah, MeganMarlene.com is my website, so you can find all my schedule and everything there, too. Awesome. And uh, we'll we'll put all the tags and everything on ours when the episode drops. We usually drop it on uh, Monday or Tuesday. Cool. Um, shout out to Lane Hawkins and uh, Kyle Reed, and um, man... Yeah, check her out, guys. Uh, Megan Marlene, thank you again. Thanks, guys. All right, Jonathan, take us out. The uh, Local Earshot Podcast uh, runs on the value for value system. That is time, talent, our treasure. Uh, We value everybody's time for listening. We know that you can listen to a lot of different podcasts out there. Uh, There's millions of them. uh, And as for talent, we are looking for artists. If you want to be on the show and just come in and just talk about music and Maybe play some music for us. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and you know, thank you so much for that. Uh, and as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, uh, you can. Uh, we accept donations at thelocalearshot.com/slash/donate. Uh, we take crypto and we take Cash App and Venmo, and we are currently working on subscription types. Uh, we we're trying to come up with like names and things that we want to call different things and we want to try to put together some meetups and some group little events and everything that we can kind of put on the show for our fans you know so um yeah thank you for listening thanks guys